Oh, dude, babes love polka. Hello and welcome to episode number 32 of Unrelenting for Friday, June 24th, 2022. I'm Darren O'Neill. I'm coming to you live from just outside of Chicago where, you know, the things keep getting better and better and better. Oh, no, wait. No, Gene, they, they keep getting worse. What's what's happening now? The usual stuff. People killing each other. They're making weird changes to the security protocols for the uh, summer festivals, which just means you know, something fun's going to happen. So what, what do you mean by new? There's always cops around in the summer festivals. Well, there's cops around, but they're like changing where you enter these things. And mm. it, yeah, there's some very strange stuff going on, but that's okay. It's Chicago. Bad stuff always is going to happen. There's a really good chance you'll get shot on an, an expressway. So well, it's a good thing. You're not in Chicago. I know just outside. I mean, I'm, right outside of cook county so i'm happy that's as close as you want to be to chicago mm-hmm. you don't want to be closer and you're on a new microphone everybody can probably already tell because it's oh, sounds- i'm sure people can tell yeah so this is not the permanent new mic this is a test we're just doing a one-off here seeing how good and or bad it actually is this is like having you call in on a cell phone from 1990 it's not that bad it is <laughs> it is that bad i'm an audio snob though i will give you yeah. that I will give you that. I mean, it could be tweaked, I'm sure. I mean, you have all the DSP in the world. You can uh, adjust all the frequencies, dial it in. Yeah. I mean, I can. I mean, I, I don't, don't mean now. I mean, <laughs> you're doing a I mean, show hold now. On, give, me, give me five minutes. I'll <laughs> tweak it up. <laughs> I'll make it sound like, oh, I'm professional. Here, let me add some surround sound while I'm at it. Oh, do, aren't we in surround yet on the Unrelenting yeah. show? I used to be. You know. I did surround sound for my podcast back in 2007, eight, seven and eight. And people hated it. Well, you have to have the special headphones and all that. Well, no, no, no. Cause you, you can, there's, you, you in fact, again? Adobe does, Adobe lets you do this. You can place a track anywhere around your head. So you were mixing it in 5.1. Yeah. 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 And was it moving during the show like you were pacing no, around the No, no, it wasn't moving, but I had every <laughs> voice coming from a slightly different place. Oh, yeah, that would freak people out. So it would, it's, it basically simulated, you know, like you're sitting in front of a, a sofa with people sitting on a talking. That's kind of weird. I don't know. I, it's, it's what you would hear in real life. It's like your sound doesn't come from one spot when you're listening to multiple people. No, oh, that's absolutely true. But even with music, I mean, it's hard to do this well. And when it's done well, I really appreciate it when they do the multi-channel mixes where, you know, it's great, especially if there's something where there's like an orchestra and strings or something. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you're sitting there and all the music's just happening in front of you. And then all of a sudden the orchestra comes in and it's coming from behind. It's like, now, see, that kind of stuff can work really well. And it really immerses you. We want to immerse you in the audio. That is unrelenting. Actually, that would be a fun little fuck you thing to do to listeners. <laughs> Which is part? to have one of the voices coming from behind you. Yes. <laughs> and then pe- people keep wanting to turn their head. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Why are we? We're, 
the call is coming from inside of the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be great. That'd be great. But I mean, I'll be trying. Well, if we were doing a, a true crime podcast, we could get away with that. Well, we should. I mean, people. Seem Why to aren't listen. we doing a true crime podcast? I don't know. People seem to listen to those. They do. And I've never totally. listened to one. Now, is this how do these things work? What is the format? I mean, I've heard true well, crime you podcast. come up with a crime you're going to commit and then you commit it <laughs> no i think you're supposed to look at a previously committed crime although i like your way oh, really? better no i mean is this planning a crime because that would seem to be a really bad thing of well, planning I, I a crime. that was the whole point of the true crime podcast is they're telling you what they're going to do in real life but then wouldn't you get caught isn't that kind of anth- antithetical but then to- you have your podcast as the alibi Oh, that you right. Why would I do that? I'm not that dumb that I'm that's gonna tell not you. me. That's somebody that's a copycat. All these crimes are called copycat crimes. I'm just telling people how to do something allegedly mm-hmm. in a uh, very non real way. I'm just suggesting yeah. things. But the more realistic. Oh, see, now you're breaking up like it's a, a cell phone, too. Am I really? Yeah, that Jesus. was weird. That was weird. What did it sound like? Just like uh, there was sound and then there wasn't, and that little bit of a digi noise. Uh, we'll be testing some. Uh, I wish weird. I would have had. I found the uh, the Isotope plugins, mm. which I remember those seem to do a really good job mm-hmm. right off the bat. Which uh, I wish I would have had before our last episode because you were also on the uh, the other mic, and for a while you were in the kitchen. There was a lot of reverb. Yeah, I was in the kitchen. The isotope things have some settings for, uh, you know, rather than just kitchen denoise. removal. <laughs> What's that? For kitchen removal? Yes, kind of. Because they have a noise reduction that is only for, that is, alg- you know, the algo is for removing noise around voices, around speaking. So it tries to separate the speech from everything else. And then, of course, remove the noise that isn't the speech and it does a really good job and mm. the, the d reverb seem to do a really good job and the coolest thing is and there's most of these plugins allow you to do it but you can make it so you're only hearing what it's removing and that's genius oh, to make sure you're that not, is cool yeah you know and it's the, the uh bandrew over on the uh, bandrew says podcast which is a great show and he does all the reviews podcastage on youtube he is really a, uh, as a lot of people are, averse to the sound of the little clicks that your mouth couldn't come if you don't have enough uh, hydration. Right. That stuff. The, and uh, yep. somebody sent him an audio of only, he's like, oh, the guy like put some peanut butter in his mouth and then just oh my god and then talk <clears throat> and then sent the audio that was only the clicks and, and wow band you could tell he was physically hurting and had to take the headphones off because it was freaking him out so much that's not but i'm like these are the kind of things we need as podcasters you don't even think about it 90 percent of the time there's little changes you can make little filters you can run that will make your show sound better which one of those will not be to wear the is this was this a blue brand headset mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They, these things cost a lot of money and I, they don't always do a great job the microphones aren't great the headphones i got the plan are uh yeah those are nice yeah but this i'm not really sold the on problem yet. is always the microphone yeah the uh the headphone headphone quality is generally decent um although you know again my my normal headset that i wear 
uh, when recording is the AKG reference K701s, which I think are the best headsets out there, but also not made anymore. Well, then, um, but, uh, what? then they will be very hard to find. Oh, that'll be, yeah, yeah. Well, I think somebody, yeah, somebody definitely bought AKG, but that quality also went down the toilet. And just as we're speaking, the Supreme Court has released their ruling overturning Roe versus Wade. Get ready for some violence. Everybody. Oh, nice. Well, the first thing, well, it's a good thing they released the ruling on the uh, the guns right before that. Yeah, I know. I know. And people are freaking the, the way we can talk about the gun one first. Oh, God. Fox News, stop playing videos every time I open up one of your pages. I know. I hate that, right? And here's the thing, because the way I run the browser not to track every damn thing, even if you turn it off and say never play it again, mm-hmm. because you're not allowing it to track you, it just keeps playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I why do they keep calling these abortion rights? Uh, clearly, these are not rights. They've just been decided not to be. Well, this is it. This is it. And the as you said, this is uh, the gun ruling yesterday and this today. I mean, I'm only 50 years old. I mean, you're 180, whatever. Has there ever been a time where the Supreme Court has made more noise, if you will, than with these two rulings in two days? I don't remember anything ever being a big deal about, well, the Supreme Court's overturning something ever before. Um, that's a good question. I, I'm trying to think back what we did have. Right. And it's like, I just, I can't remember anything if there was. I mean, of course, if you're uh, in the well, Brown versus Board of Education, which was what? Uh, the integrated schools. Okay. Now, when was that? Was that turned over to allow for integration or was that? Uh, uh, well, it wasn't turned over, but it was, it was the Supreme Court ruled on it. That was in the 50s. Well, see, that's, I mean, I understand there have been some big rulings, but both of the, well, and this one is a Supreme Court reversing itself. The guns, I guess it's not really reversing itself, but it was a really big shot across the bow, if you will, pardon the Mm -hmm. pun, with the gun rights, because we know that the left is going more and more for all of the rights for all gun ownership. So this, uh, from a Supreme Court level coming down, was huge because we've talked about Chicago right outside of where I am here. Very, very severe gun laws for a long time you weren't even allowed to have a pistol in the city of chicago i don't know what the exact current law is but i remember growing up like within the last even within the last 10 or 15 years somebody that you know guy was in his house somebody broke in and he shot him and they charged him because you weren't supposed to have a gun Mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff is absolutely insane i think because i think the founders were clear I think the meaning behind the right to bear arms is fairly clear. So this was really a big shot against all of these cities and states that think they can go, well, no, we can say, no, you can't have a gun. It's like, no, you can still. And the left went nuts yesterday. But the reality is in New York, it's not like all of a sudden getting a gun is easy. Mm hmm. This is a minor thing when it comes down to it. They're still having you jump. And I had no idea that the New York is even worse than Chicago, it seems, as far as how long it takes to get the permit. I know we have that here, which is you have to go through the state police if you want to be able to buy a gun. I have to apply for a firearm owner ID through the state police. So they do their background check on you. 
And I mean, the bullshit is even after you go through this whole thing with the state police and whatever investigation they're doing to determine whether or not you can have the card to be able to go buy the gun. If you want to go buy a gun, you still have a waiting period, which oh, wow. is a little It's like, well, why? It's like, it's, yeah, I just kind of I don't understand why people live in places like that. I really don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was born here. So, I mean, it's just a question of the inertia. That's not really an answer to the question, but yeah. No, I know. It's the inertia. It's a pain mm-hmm. to move all your stuff. Inertia. There you go. That's the answer. The lack of inertia. Is it? Is it uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, this was a huge ruling in one way. And just that it was sending a message. The reality of what it does to mm-hmm. New York. The, the Lunos on the left are making it sound like it's going to be easier for criminals to get guns in New York all of a sudden. And the reality is criminals were never using the legal method of getting a gun in the first it, place. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I don't quite understand it. It's the a lot of this is also the concealed carry laws, which is kind of at the heart of what was going on here. And it's still the same in Illinois, just because mm-hmm. I, you know, have my FOID card from the state and they did their background check and I'm able to go to a gun shop and buy a gun. I can't carry that legally outside of the house concealed on my person you have to then go get another another permit yeah another permit and this one requires you to take classes prove you know what you're doing and you know um on one side of that there's a side of my brain that's very Mm -hmm. i understand the reasoning behind that but on the other side of that i understand this is a hurdle that you're just trying to make it harder for people to qualify to be able to, yeah. to use the right that they were born with. Exactly. This has nothing to do with any actual, you know, uh, preventative measures. This has to do with controlling the population. Yes, it is absolutely not a preventative measure at all because criminals don't get their guns from most of the time from the local gun shop because once you have a record they're not giving you a gun you know once you have a felony on your record once you have a criminal you know charge you're not getting a gun so i don't know where they think this is really changing anything except taking the guns out of the hands of the people who are law-abiding citizens which you know that's a great idea because Mm -hmm. the police can help you and i get it the police don't like more guns on the street but the reality is they don't respond quick enough. Well, police are not meant to prevent crime. They're meant to do the paperwork after. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're there to follow up. You're, you've got a little quieter there. Is your, you, you, I can't, you can't even be moving away from the mic because it's, it's on uh, your face. No, the mic is attached to my head. <laughs> What's <clears> happening <throat> here? Yeah. No, the only thing I did is I turned off DSer. Interesting. So I, I killed that. So, well, we'll always adjust in the mix. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to give you a little, little bit of homework to do. Yeah. You just, while well, you run a nice little, uh, a nice filter and it all works. But, I'm going to keep fucking with the sound the whole time. And that's fine because I'll sound great as always. And you'll uh-huh. sound like you, Uh huh. but the, yeah. uh, the Supreme court ruling, I really don't understand the insanity around this either because it all just goes back to the state so what the left is basically saying is Mm -hmm. we're mad 
that any state might come up with a different law that we don't like. Well, then it's like, again, move. Yeah. Well, remember, the the right is about letting people do what they want, even if you disagree with them. And the left is all about making people do what they want. It is a forcing mentality that you are going mm-hmm. to believe what we want you Don't to believe. Be you're racist. Not, you're not Don't be right. sexist. It's, Don't be a Nazi. Not only are you going to not do anything to keep us from doing X, Y, and Z, you're going to have to say you support X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It's a really dangerous kind of a concept. Yeah. Yeah. That Ned wants to know who's doing Sir Gene's audio today. Ukraine? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ukraine's doing the audio. He's coming to the, us live uh, from Moscow today. I think the delay is pretty good, though. We're not getting too much delay there. I know. Well, Moscow, you can get with the satellites, man. Very yeah, low latency. The, how'd you know? Thanks yeah. to Elon. Yeah. I mean, thanks to Elon. Comrade Musk, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is an interesting time. It's with- not bad. It's, so the uh, the delay on, on the satellite is only about 39 milliseconds. That is perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. We can communicate well. At we probably do seconds. video at this speed. Yeah. I would think so. I would think so. But the Supreme Court making waves in a way that I don't remember ever really happening, especially with the one-two punch. And well, even- Roe Ro was, I think, by most people, from at least what I remember when I was taking college classes on the topic uh and i i've been in college multiple times in my life <laughs> in a college or just so, taking classes um no i mean you know i just like taking yeah what i understand the <laughs> yeah not that you just walk through the building oh no no, no. I'm paying for classes paying for classes if that's what you're getting at. yes yeah um that uh roe was considered bad law even by people that agreed with the outcome. I mean, it wasn't law. It was bad. It was judicial. Uh, what's the phrase? Overreach. Judicial activism. Yeah. Way over. It was basically taking something that there wasn't a law around and creating it out of whole cloth. And the reality again is this is and a lot of people are reacting to this. Like it's, Oh my God, abortion's illegal. All of a sudden it's like, no, no, it really doesn't change anything. Well, it is here in Texas. Totally no. I mean, that's not uh, what you've got going down there. Uh, yeah. Except Any- for, you know, cases where there's a some kind of negative effect on the creating the 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 uh, pregnancy. That is the law in Texas right now. Is all abortions are illegal except in extreme measures? I believe so. Let me check. <laughs> is there a place? I'm sure that you know there will be a website soon to go. Because no, abortion tourism is about to be happened. a thing. Um, yeah, we can uh, we can book your trip to go uh, see the nice sights out in uh, beautiful Chicago and get an abortion while staying on the magnificent mile. I, I love the fact that all these protesters with the hands off our bodies. They're they're. I mean, you look at the photos. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be a little sexist here, but. <laughs> These are women nobody wants to get pregnant. Okay, George Carlin, that was a joke that he was making like, what, 30 years ago? Well, he was right then and he's right now. (laughs) Yeah, we're not saying he's wrong. 
I mean, it's uh-huh. a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of the lefty protest. You know, you're not as a straight American male looking for an attractive woman. You're not going to lefty protests. I mean, the percentage no. is just not high. It's definitely not there. Well, you're not really going to the righty protests either because no, no, they're all married. No, I'm just saying you're not going to neither one. Uh huh. You're just hanging out on Tinder or I mean Grinder if you want. I mean, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to judge. You don't want to gender at all, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing, I don't care. Yeah, because the law that was passed last year basically got rid of abortions, and um, uh, but it's really the only thing it's doing is mm-hmm. making it slightly more inconvenient for you to get an abortion. And here's why: I'm not even going to say that it's going to be more expensive because let's just say Texas makes abortion completely illegal in 99.9% of the cases. Last year, Texas passed a trigger law that would go into effect 30 days after Supreme court versus Roe. Well, now here in Illinois, in California, in New York, abortions are always going to be, Hey, come on in. We'll give you an abortion for free. And I'm guessing a lot of these States are going to somehow make it so if you have to come from Texas to Chicago to get an abortion, we'll mm-hmm. cover your travel costs. Don't worry. No, that's fine by me. I don't mind people getting abortions. But that's it's like you can't even say it's going to make. They don't do it here. Right. Well, that's not going to make this big of a difference for people. Are, oh, my God, it's going to change the world. Yeah. No, it's not because there's this is there's multiple options. And I don't see the whole country going conservative anytime soon, especially California, Illinois. Well, the whole New country York. is conservative, except for your state, California, and New York. Well, the big cities are where yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah. the liberals. Well, the big cities are, outside of Texas, but even in Texas, the big cities are more liberal. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at Austin. I mean, you guys are more liberal Austin there. Is not than, a big city, dude. Austin's like twenty seventh in the city size oh 27 that's still pretty far on the list i mean it's not one two three but no when do when do they stop becoming a big city at what number top 10 at the top 10 once it's the after the uh you're the 11th most populated houston are both big cities oh they're big all you got is steers and queers down there boy just saying Uh uh-huh that was uh the great gunny in uh full metal jacket wasn't it in uh yep god rest his soul well he's dead yeah did he die yeah a few years ago no way yeah i didn't know that what's well, you learn something new every day here no because i've seen videos of him just recently well he's you know, videos last forever gene i can well, watch videos of elvis thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he died in 1977 i think no he didn't die in 77 he's still around yeah who, Elvis? Yeah, Presley. Or Gunny. Elvis Aaron Presley. No, yeah, Gunny. Gunny definitely right. passed away. Roy, what's his name? Emery. Arlie uh, Emery. Yeah. Look it up. I mean, yeah. you've got a computer. I mean, I guess you have a headset. You probably have a computer. I haven't hooked the computer up yet. So what are you talking into? The headset. <laughs> Which is plugged into? The USB hub. Which is plugged into? Oh, this is a good idea. People are like, how is he doing this? I'm telling you, this is a good travel solution. You don't need anything. R. Lee passed away April 15th of 2018. So that's just barely dead. Four years, Gene. I know in your timeline, (laughs) the timeline. Four years is like three days, man. You have a Russian vampire. This is uh, time moves slowly. Mm -hmm. 
Were you born in uh, Transylvania by any chance? Uh, Transylvania. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm going to suck your blood. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, there's plenty of blood on the streets in New York, which it will be even, it's going to be even uh, greater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that mm-hmm. people can get concealed carry permits, there's going to be way more violence because the people that actually go through the process of getting the legal gun and then legally getting the concealed carry and going through the here, I think it is 24 hours or something of classes. I think it's two 12 hour days. So you have to go through like 24 hours of class what to get the concealed carry. Oh, concealed carry. Okay. Now to get that, I mean, all those are the people that are really just going out to commit the crimes. The ones that are going through <laughs> all of those steps that are a pain in the ass right. and expensive. They're the ones that are going out and committing crimes, according to the left. But the same motherfuckers on the left are the ones that don't uh-huh. want to put the criminals in jail who actually use a gun to commit a crime. Hmm. Surprising. I know. An armed society is a polite society. See Brooklyn. Yeah. Like here we have uh, constitutional carry. So you don't need jack shit to walk around with a gun. Yeah. That I would appreciate Mm -hmm. that. I would appreciate. And you can carry, it doesn't have to be concealed either in Texas or like, just put it on your hip, man. Well, it's always been legal to have it open in Texas. Well, I shouldn't say always, but it's been legal for quite a while to have it open. But then uh, a couple of years back, they passed um, constitutional concealed as well. So. And again, what only makes sense to me is punish the people that use the tool in a way that is against the law. Yeah. Well, and this is where the whole red flag thing is so uh difficult because the idea of pre-crime is a bad thing obviously but the reason for the red flag laws is touching on something that many of us have been saying for decades which is it's not the gun it's the person who happens to be crazy Right, the so, person who has the gun. It's well, it's not the person who has the gun. It's the, like like mass shootings are not committed by sane people. They're committed by people who have mental illnesses and generally are on medication for those mental illnesses. Oh yeah. So Quite whether it's the illness or the medication, you can debate that. You can figure out the statistics, and I, I certainly think it's leading towards the medication. But it is not somebody that is perfectly well, has never had any psychological issues that ends up going out there and committing a um, shooting spree. Right. Now, I think most people agree that if somebody has a mental illness and they are being medicated for that with a drug that can alter their brain, mm-hmm. then maybe they shouldn't have a gun. Yes. And I've also warned about this to friends mostly for decades as well is that. If you are one of these modern new agey type parents that thinks that their kid ought to be on medication, you are making a decision on their behalf for them to never own a gun. Well, you know, all of their friends are on the ADHD medication yeah. gene so, and it helps with the SAT scores and it helps them stay focused. And who the hell says you have to be focused? I don't know. Not me. No. <laughs> I'm the lack of focus. And also, I would say I'm going to call bullshit on that in general, because these same kids, before they get on the SSRI pills, can play video games 
with 100% intensity for eight hours a day. So maybe, maybe it's not that they have mental issues. Maybe it's that the education system sucks. Oh, yeah. I fully agree with that. And I am a, uh, a product of that particular system. And as a kid, school was so, so boring. Right. You have to do fun stuff like at lunch, turn all the desks around and move the teacher's desk to the opposite side of the room. So I don't that know. when she walked in, she had a heart attack. That was the fun part of school. To get, you had to pull, pull some pranks. Uh, I mean, this is before internet, obviously. So well, yeah. We had, we had to do our own uh, fun, silly videos in our heads. Well, the beautiful thing was there was no video to show who did it because right. <laughs> otherwise you'd be like, hey, let's put this online. Yeah, don't. If you're going to, if you're going to do those things, you don't want them uh, to be on video. But I remember that all through school. And, you know, I was smart enough that through, you know, even up through high school, I didn't really yeah. have to do much to pass, you know, mm-hmm. and that is a really bad thing. Cause it's like, well, well, you're just not showing interest. It's like, well, it's boring. I mean, it's literally I mean, even trying to force myself to pay attention. I couldn't do it. But once the whole computer thing hit, Oh, I yep. would, I would sit there for 12 hours and try to figure out how to code whatever on my color computer or how to do whatever, when the internet came out, like, well, how do we, how do we make this website work? How do we create yeah. this? How do we code this? And, and this, this to me is the proof that the issue is not with a, a, a physical problem psychologically or chemically in the right. brain. The problem is that you're presenting somebody with menial, boring tasks that they don't want to do instead of challenging them with something interesting like programming. Right. Because that was literally flipping a switch. It was like, oh, wow, this I could, uh, you know, and when then when I picked up a guitar, it's like, oh, I, I would sit there as, as hard as that was, at, especially beginning with guitars, trying to work up the finger strength and figure mm-hmm. out the chords and all that. It's like I was committed to doing that no matter how hard it was. So it wasn't even like, well, he just doesn't like a challenge. It's like, no, that yeah, stuff see, sucks. That's interesting because I totally gave that up. I, I tried learning guitar twice in my life. Well, and, the babes uh, like it, Gene. So, And both times I was like. I think the first time I, I spent about a month and the second time was probably two weeks. Well, there you go. I mean, and it was just like, this is not working. Well, see, you could have, you could have been ready for ZZ top with the beard. I know. Right. You could so just, instead I, I, what, what was much easier was a, uh, you know, one of these fancy modern instruments called a accordion. <laughs> okay. Weird Al. So that, I played for many years and I, I think I, I finally got rid of my accordion like uh, before I moved to Austin. And I really but want I, to know I have an accordion for most of my life. Yeah. I want to know, were you ever able to pick up babes by playing the accordion? Oh dude, babes love polka. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's the, uh, there's the opening line for the show. The cold intro. Yeah. Gotta be babes love polka. Hey, I mean, I can't say it's wrong. I cannot say it's wrong, but yeah, I, you live in the well, you live outside of Chicago, but you've been to Chicago where there are polka events happening. There are a, a large bit of uh, Polish and Irish and everything here in Chicago. And I've always really loved, I mean, growing up, definitely loved the Polish food and mm-hmm. then kind of got into it with the, uh, 
you know, the well, Irish because there's no Irish food. Right. Well, that's well, there's a few things. It's Irish drink. That's it. And it was either the uh, beer, which I will say I am not a big beer drinker. I almost right. never drink beer. When I do, I drink Guinness or yep. uh, or or the other the, the I'm blanking on the name of the other stout that comes out of uh, Ireland. Uh, mm. But other, I mean, I went to the whiskey. I definitely appreciate more a good Irish whiskey. And that was my drink. But there were some things like there's uh, these, what do they call them? Uh, pasties that they make in Ireland, which is kind of like a big, uh, like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's kind of like Polish food in the way that it's a outer, outer crust with all the stuff inside and kind of baked yeah. into it. And uh, so yeah, it's some- like a shepherd pie, but small. Yeah, well, see, now shepherd's pie is good as long as you're using lamb. If you're using ground beef, I just have to say it's not a shepherd's pie. If you're using yeah, ground beef. Yeah, shepherd's pie is pretty good. I enjoy shepherd's pie. The uh, the Irish version has about 50% fat and uh, 50% gristle in it, but it still tastes pretty good. I think it was Murphy's Stout was the other one that was big. Oh, yeah, Murphy's. That's what, dude, when I, when I did my one trip to Ireland, and they won't let you uh, back. Is that it? For the first. No, they probably would. I enjoyed Ireland. It was fun. But I was there for two weeks uh, and uh, drove all around the whole country, except for Northern Ireland. Didn't go into the uh, the captured part of it. Um, but uh, the captured, that was. You mean the uh, the British part? You didn't right, go to right, Belfast. Which, and, you know, they still occupy. Currently, yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And going to Belfast port. was really interesting for me. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, you go through, you get in, they take, you know, you can take a little tour through there, mm. see all of the beautiful murals that are painted around. And uh, it's a it's really kind of a interesting thing because it's a religious war that's going on mm-hmm. in Ireland. That's really what it's about. It's more more than it's the well, Brit it, versus it, the, the Irish. It's the Catholic versus the Protestant. I don't know, dude. I don't think the Irish are like assholes to Catholics, are they? Yes, a box D. That's exactly it. Net, net. Or sorry. Protestants. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's they're not assholes. Protestants are they? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I'm, didn't get that impression. But the I I think that while one side is Protestant, the other side is Catholic. I I suspect still that the had had that territory been ceded back to Ireland. I don't think anyone would have had a problem with having all those Protestant churches there. Oh, probably not. You're right. So I think it's kind of convenient to say that, well, one side is one religion, the other side is a different religion, even though they're the same religion. But uh, I think it's more to do with the occupation force. Which would make sense. Give Ireland back to the Irish. Yeah, I'm totally in favor of that. Been saying that for many years. Rightfully so. Yeah, give Ukraine back to Russia. Whoa, there you go. That's whoa, a hot take. Whoa, where'd that come from? Hey, gotta go. Uh, for <laughs> crank podcast. Crank podcast. Crank podcast. Uh-huh. It's the way it works. Yeah, it's a uh, a boxy Irish potato pancakes. Now I want boxies. What, what does nobody, and I want to know this because we used <laughs> to have a couple of really nice Irish pubs out here in the southern burbs mm-hmm. of Chicago where there, as we said, a lot of Irish people. And the one was magnificent i mean the owner of the the police departments used to live right exactly but the one that was out here for a few years they spent so much money even bringing in 
the whole bar, the bar back, all of the yeah. booths and stuff from Ireland. I mean, it was awesome. Okay, I have a theory about this. Yes, yes, yes. I think there's a whole economy of fake old Irish bars being created in Ireland for sale to other countries. Because (laughs) I've literally been, well, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I haven't been to that many countries, but I've been to enough countries. And in every single place I've gone from Costa Rica to, you know, I don't know, pick another, to Hong Kong, in fact. I've been to an Irish bar that is very proud of the fact that they have an actual Irish bar back that came from Ireland from a bar that used to exist 200 years ago. It's a big business, I guess. It's I I'm telling you, they're manufacturing this shit in real time. If it's somebody in Ireland, I hope they're making a lot of money. Oh, I'm, I think they are. And, you, <laughs> and, and, and also the Greeks are making the shit ton of money on shipping this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's always the Greeks that are shipping it. Well, and that's it. The shipping is the uh, problem right now. And I was just talking about that with my wife this morning because she works mm-hmm. for a, a flooring company here. Yep. And she's like last year or so to get a container sent from overseas. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the place she, you know, that she works for is Greek. So they get stuff out of Greek and, you know, Greece and Italy and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the container, which used to be 4,000, I think is now like 12 or 14,000. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, you do realize what's going on here that they're trying to make it so you can't keep importing this stuff because it's not green making stuff in you know ireland or greece or Mm -hmm. anywhere in europe and shipping it to the united states that's not what the greenies like that's bad it takes a lot of fossil fuel to move those things yeah well what the greenies like is what bill gates likes that's that's reduced the population by 95 percent well, then you would have to buy a lot less stuff. Yeah. And you, you know, the serfs can just sort of live the way they used to back when, you know, when the ruling elites ruled people with an iron fist, not a velvet glove. We're just going to nudge you. I remember watching Glenn Beck. I don't even remember how many years. I'm really bad with knowing how many years ago something how, happened. how white was his hair not not as white as it is now he wasn't all uh full colonel sanders yet uh-huh he, he really is pushing the colonel sanders me <laughs> i know i know but it works for him mm-hmm. it, it does uh but it was uh when uh cass sunstein was in whatever position for uh it must have been obama and it's like, it's all just about nudging you. It's all about mm-hmm. just moving that needle. They're not going to make it illegal, but it's going to be either really inconvenient, like it mm-hmm. is to get a concealed carry permit, or it's going to be really expensive, like, you know, fossil fuels now to put it into your tank. And absolutely yep. right. Yeah. And I, I had a friend from California just uh, texted me the other day. He's like, man, if these fuel prices don't drop back from seven bucks, I don't know how the hell we're going to survive. You're like, not meant dude, to. You're going to get $18. I've been predicting 18 bucks for fuel prices in California for years. Which means gonna you're, happen. you're not going to be able to do it. To because live. this, well, you're not going to be able to survive, which is, again, this is mm-hmm. another inconvenience, which my wife works 45 minutes from home, which is getting very hard to, uh, to manage with the gas prices. And you have a Suburban. No, no. We have two old cars, man. We haven't purchased a car in uh, the last new car I had was a 96 Camaro. And uh, oh, my God, I know 
was a great car. But the two cars we have right now That's were not the, what I was thinking, but were, okay. Were both the, uh, both the cars that my wife's grandparents owned. So we have a Buick and a uh, Chevy Impala and the Impala is like from 2004 or something. So it's not a big one. No, it's not. It's it was the newer, more Svelte size. Boy, I you remember the the cop they, car, they the Impalas. So fucked up that brand. I know. You remember what the old Chevy Impalas used to look like? Yeah, the cop cars, the big ass boats that were almost yeah. the size of a Delta eighty eight, eight thousand pounds, baby. <laughs> yeah, more lethal than a bullet. <laughs> and the gas mileage on those things, man, you got seven, seven, seven miles to the gallon. If you were going downhill and with the wind mm-hmm. to your back, you got seven yep. miles a gallon. But those are what we have. I mean, I don't I will never understand the folks that spend a lot of money. And I know some that like every year or two where they're trading in their car for a new one. Or hey, they hey, 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 hey. Oh, you're one of those. OK, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, it's called like liking things that are new. Liking things. Oh, so it's like cars and women. They all have to be new. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. But with cars, I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spe- well. Well, to be fair, now, I probably haven't bought a car for the longest time in my life uh, because I got rid of my little electric ones. So now the only one that I've got is my uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee diesel. Ooh, a diesel. Yeah. And I bought it specifically because I figured the diesel would last forever. I generally had a couple of cars. And so I have usually like a fun little car and then I have like a. Your normal car. car and then your toy. And so, yeah. And so the um, the Grand Cherokee was purchased to be a 10-year car. I'm coming up on that. That's a 2014. Uh, so I've got <clears throat> two more years. And that'll be a 10-year-old car. Now, what will a new car give you that that one? W- now, I understand when the car gets to a certain age and mileage, it is mm-hmm. more expensive to try to maintain and fix and you know, if, yeah. if the new vehicles well, the are, diesels you, are more expensive in general, but yeah, you know, but that's it. If it's not, you know, you have to have a reason to, uh, to move to that well, new vehicle. I remember when they were pushing these new high efficiency models yeah. and they're like, well, you'll save $500 a year in gas. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to spend 40,000 to buy the car. So yeah, it's going to take a right. long time for me to make yeah, that up to recover it. I really like this car. There's only a couple things wrong with it. The biggest difference between the current model year uh, where they updated it a little bit and the 2014 that I've got is the display in the middle is bigger and it does more stuff. Um, does the car drive it. itself? <laughs> could, could you just- more so than mine. Like mine will make noise at you if you go out of your lane. The current model year will keep you in the lane. See, now that still freaks me out a little bit. I mean, I no, get it's convenient for when you, you know, watching a video or something, which you're not supposed to do while driving. Really? Yeah, that's there's laws. What? Well, what's really? Yeah, you're not supposed that. to watch TV while driving or text. Um, Texting, too. Yeah. No, yeah, it's true. Well, that makes no sense at all. I mean, isn't that the whole point of like you're driving the device? Right. That's why they're mobile phones. Otherwise, I would just wait till I got home. I mean, they're not called home phones, are they? (laughs) No, no. 
hey, I don't understand, man. This is the law. When do you think I watch all my YouTube videos? Exactly. While you're yeah. driving 100 miles an hour down the expressway in Austin, Tejas. So if you see you see a Jeep coming with Gene behind the wheel, you may want to you may want to hit the ground. Get out of the way. Yeah. You may want to get off the road. Uh-huh. But don't worry. His, uh, the, there's alarms inside of his car that are telling him he's going off the there lane. And- that, yeah, it'll, it'll make noise. And actually, the car will break and stop itself if, if somebody's in front of it that I don't notice. Oh, well, that's interesting, too. And that's back from 2014. Now, I did get their top of the line model back then, but it was a they've got more bells and whistles. The current generation car, you can order a uh, infrared display on it so you can see shit in the dark. As you're driving around watching TV. Well, see, that's nice. Now, have there ever had any statistics come out on if these new cars Mm -hmm. with all of these bells and whistles and features are Mm -hmm. actually lessening the amount of accidents on the street or are they doing anything or making it worse or they are reducing the amount of small accidents? Yes. Big ones going way up, like when you're you're Elon Musk vehicles are about the same. Yeah, but the 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 sort of you know you're looking left and you should be looking right because somebody's in front of you kind of stuff. Those have been reduced. I've had this happen more than once in my car where you know I'm pushing the accelerator and the car like it says starts no. making noise and stops itself. <laughs> no. Oh shit! There's somebody in front of me. I didn't even notice. You're not a good driver, are you? I'm a very good driver. Gene needs the uh, Musk assist. Uh huh. I've looked at it. I uh, my problem with Tesla cars. And I I love Elon Musk, obviously, but my problem with Tesla cars is they're too minimalist. You want more bling? I like the interior in my Grand Cherokee. I the interior in and like most of my friends, honestly, most of my friends have Teslas. And it's just too Spartan in there. Uh, the, it is first world problems. I mean, you, well, you, I, I don't know about that. The next time you're out and about and you run into Elon, I mean, you live in the same neighborhood and you could just. I, well, no, I live in a very different neighborhood <laughs> where Elon lives. I cannot afford to live. Believe me. Well, they even let you into the area where Elon lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Joe Rogan's not that far from there. Um, yeah. No, and then uh, J.P. Sears just bought a new uh, ranch, so I'm going to go out, check out where that is. See but, what there uh, is to see? Yeah, well, if you watch his latest video, you can see he's on the ranch now instead of in the city. Everybody's leaving Austin. Everybody's leaving Austin. So he's he's about 45 miles out of, out of the city. Not super far, but a ways out. Well, you can't afford to commute. That's why. Everybody wants to just stay at home now. Work at home. Yeah, that's what everybody's doing. Work at home. And if that's you never leave your house, you're, you're I live in the city. You're much safer from uh, the COVIDs. That's probably true. You're safer from everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Hey, did you see that uh, that Nike is leaving Russia? Oh no, not Nike. I know. It's kind of like who cares? Yeah, really. Who gives a shit? But this is the virtue signaling that goes on because the amount of business from their mm-hmm. global empire that Russia was to Nike was 1% or under. So it's like, right, exactly. So, Nobody wears Nikes in Russia. So why even, 
announce it. It's all Adidas, right? You got to be the Adidas. Uh, yeah. You know, is there a Russian version of uh, these? There is. It's called Adidas. Okay. <laughs> so that's exactly it. All right. Mm-hmm. If you want to be Russian cool, pick up some Adidas sweatsuits. Mm-hmm. Hop and pop down the street. But I mean, I do like the people already pointing out that due to just the horrendous things going on, Nike is leaving Russia, but their shoes are still being made in sweatshops in China uh, nothing, by slaves. Yeah. Nothing by to, children. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Nothing That's, to see here. Yeah. Nothing at all. It is really interesting when people virtue signal, when you got that kind of stuff going on, you're like, yeah, you might uh, want to look at that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, that's true. Well, I tell you, the new McDonald's is pretty good. The new McDonald's, which is the old McDonald's. Well, see, you're, you're out there on the streets and you've tried mm-hmm. this. It's just yeah. a new. It is good. You like taste just like the old stuff. No, it tastes better. Really? Yeah. They've upped the, uh, is there actual meat being used in the burgers now? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I mean, let's, you know, let's be realistic here. But the, the thing that's annoying, though, is the line. Now there's people waiting. Yeah. Well, can't you I'm just join just the, a novelty factor. the frequent buyers club and then just slide right yeah, through? And the, I, <clears throat> the thing that's funny is that their, their, their colors seem to be more like Whataburger now. Interesting. Yeah. It was just a quick little upgrade, though. They didn't want to spend a lot yeah. of money. When somebody no. leaves you a whole string of restaurants you could just go into and take over, That's mm-hmm. that's you're saving a lot of money if you let McDonald's come build you your restaurant and then just take it over. It's a pretty good deal um, uh-huh. because they didn't really, there was nothing wrong with the restaurant. No. There was, in fact, they, you know, they left with even supplies in the uh, refrigerators. Right. They're probably still a bunch of food. Yeah. <laughs> they closed yeah. on Friday and the other place was open on Saturday mm-hmm. morning. It was yeah. almost like it was the same people working there, too, I bet. Yeah. But no, we virtue signal McDonald's is out of Russia because Russia is yeah. bad. The people of Russia are horrible, obviously. Well, obviously. I mean, I really want to know. At least that's what the Polish say. You know, what's interesting to me. What would happen? Let's just say Vladimir Putin, boom, dead today. Mm -hmm. Do we all love Russia all of a sudden? Because we've been told this is all one guy. This is the problem. Mm -hmm. So if, if somebody else, boom, Putin dead, somebody else takes over today. And okay. Not only do they take over today, they pull all the troops out of Ukraine. Now, do we love Russia again? Do we let them back in? Does McDonald's like, oh, shit, we want our restaurants back? Does Nike like, oh, we want to sell sneakers there again? Does Netflix say you can watch our crappy, shitty programming again? What what happens? I don't understand. No, of course not. You don't think so? We've always been at war with Eurasia. I mean, Russia. In one form or another, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is next in line after Putin? Nobody see Brooklyn because then you would be dead. Yeah, that's that. That is an issue, and it's a bigger issue. I, th- I mean, if there was anybody with any brain cells at all in the State Department, they would be running these simulations through because the last thing you want is a Russia without a leader. You're right. That there is not going to be a U.S. installed government of Russia like some of these little podunk countries. Right, it's not like what, uh, who Venezuela. is likely to come out is somebody that's going to be very nationalistic, and unlike Putin, may actually be a fan of the USSR. That might come out and not be totally uh, horrible for the U.S. either. 
Well, no, I mean, that it's somebody that's going to get much harder line than what Putin is. You are listening to Soviet talk here on Unrelenting. Talk. Uh-huh. Who will take over for Putin? What will happen? Yeah. Will McDonald's be back? Will Netflix cave? We need to know, Comrade Gene. We need to know. Stay tuned for the next episode of the to find out of the Putin Power Hour. <laughs> Putin Power Hour. Oh my God! <laughs> what is that wrong? Oh my God! That is so ridiculous. Have you ever watched the Power Hour? No. What is the Power Hour? It's a Christian show that used to be. Oh, on. was that like the Tammy Faye Baker and uh, kind of? Yeah. So, no, no, I never have. Oh, it was hilarious. It could be. Yeah, I used to watch it. That's pretty funny. Sitting around, imbibing, or were you just yeah, trying remember to they be had this saved? like? Uh, so, have you seen this HBO? Or I think it's a HBO show about the um, the fake uh, Christian family of of televangelist types. No, what the hell's the show called? I don't know. I see nothing unless I accidentally download it. Really? downloaded please and i had to get my little spy box so going to prison for this from uh from xfinity because here's the thing mm-hmm. because um an xfinity internet customer mm-hmm. i can have a free free i tell you account mm-hmm. on the uh, peacock plus which is their streaming service wow which peacock i mean i Worthless. didn't ca- yeah kind of Except for the fact that NASCAR for half of their season is run with NBC and USA, both of which are on Peacock Plus. So when the races are on, I don't need a cable subscription in order to Mm -hmm. watch the races. But here's the thing. I went in and it's like, you're eligible for a free, free, free Mm -hmm. Peacock Plus account. So I sign up for a Peacock Plus account. I connect it to my Xfinity thing, as they tell you to do. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're not eligible. And I'm like, what do you mean mm-hmm. I'm not eligible? I had to take the box from them, a free box for them to give me a free account on the Peacock Plus. So I had to take their version of a Roku, mm. which I don't really care. I mean, I had an extra slot on my receiver. So now I have, since I don't have an actual cable box, my receiver now switches between the new Xfinity box. Mm-hmm. a raspberry pi which is running cody so i can watch anything on my local drives mm-hmm. and a roku that's my television outlet but i needed to take their box in order that's to get the stupid. account yeah yeah now could, once you've had their box can you still log into their account with other yes boxes yes which so you like, don't even need it plugged in you just need it ordered. Right. yeah just needed it ordered. that's in, so stupid uh-huh I, i'm guessing this is just mm-hmm. another way like magazines that used to give you, which I, is less a deal now because nobody's reading magazines. Yeah. But when you would get these free offers or for years, I was getting Sports Illustrated and a yeah. few other ones for like $2 a year. Sure. And so they could tell the advertisers, no, no, yeah, we've got 18 billion subscribers. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's all a scam, as John C. Dvorak would say. The scam. So I found the show I was referring to. It's called The Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones. That sounds kind of yeah. gay. It is. It's got Danny McBride in it. Oh, well, he's funny. He is. Um, so this show is, it's funny-ish. 
it has funny moments, but it's written by clearly Hollywood lefty transsexual <laughs> black gay lesbians. Because well, aren't all television shows today? I guess they are. Yes. Yes. But like they they go you know, the concept of like, hey, let's make a TV show about uh, TV evangelists and their excessive lifestyles and how rich they are. Sounds like it might be a funny idea. And then they go and they crank up the knob, not even to 11. They crank it up to 99. And they go way past the funny into the, okay, well, now this is just ridiculous. You know, it's, it, it, it is. But is it good, ridiculous slapstick or is it uh, like no. not worth watching? No, it, that's what I mean. There's funny moments. It's, it's worth watching a couple episodes just so you know what it is. But I, I had a hard time getting through the first season because it's, it's not, it's, they go way past funny into the, you made these caricatures so damn unrealistic that they're not. Like, there's no emotional tie-in at all. See, well, that's what I don't like. You need the emotional tie-in. Yeah. Anybody that actually understands script writing will tell you this, or any kind of writing, any kind of story writing. If you create a character that is so foreign that people can't relate to it, and this includes, like, robot characters and stuff in science fiction. If you create that character as a completely unrelatable, then you've missed the mark. Your aliens, your robots, all those critters, they have to have human connections. They have to be something that you can connect with because of the way they think, the way they act, the way that you act with them. You have to anthropomorphize things in order to feel any kind of tie-in and and give a shit about the character when you're reading or watching something about it. And these guys have managed to take actual human characters and bring him right to the brink of not giving a shit. Which is an interesting concept. So you should go watch it. I mean, it's amazing to me uh, how invested people can get in certain characters. I mean, you saw this in a lot of, I mean, like Harry Potter and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my God, oh, they, ridiculous. they yeah. killed them off. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. How good that is. Like, kill all of them off. That'd be better. You're like, it's, it's a story. They're, they're not really dead. I was dating this chick that was really into Harry Potter. And uh, okay, was this was it, how old was she? Was she eight, nine, 20, 20, 20 and into and, Harry Potter? Okay. Oh, big into Harry Potter. And she couldn't believe that I'd never read Harry Potter. Well, you told her that you were 106 by that point and didn't really. She was pretty. I think she, had, she got that. <laughs> and um, so we were taking that road trip out to the, the wineries. And she thought this is a good time for her to read Harry Potter to me out loud. Wow. Have you read Harry Potter? I have not. This book makes no fucking sense. I have not read Harry Potter. It is. It is basically a parody in my humble opinion. It's like taking, it's not a parody. It's not fair. It, It is taking a lot of the sort of, uh, Hobbit esque kind of, stories about you know magical things and and creatures that are not human and then combining them with what relatively few actual Brits went through but everybody has this notion of how cool it is 
which is a public school experience, which is, you know, rich kids getting sent off to boarding school by their parents. But and add magic. The Well, but of course it's magic because only 5% of the population goes there. It has to be magic because nobody else is allowed because everybody else is a muggle. Ooh, that's not I equity. I mean, you know, the, it's, yeah, I mean, I think muggle just means basically a commoner. So, I, this, she basically, she ruined their goddamn trip by doing this. Wait, how long was she reading? And you didn't it's just a, kick her it's out? A, it's an hour and a half long drive. So she must have been really hot, is the guess. She was 20, yeah. <laughs> See, the age does not necessarily. She was mean twenty with D cups. Really hot, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go along with that. My wife swore by the uh, Harry Potter audiobooks, but the series that Did your she, wife twenty. No, um, oh. the one that she experienced though were all of the books read by Stephen Fry, and he's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean that maybe saved it. I, w- I w- would have to try that. If if I was going to try to uh, get into that, well, that at would all. make sense. The stories are kind of gay to begin with. So have somebody good, and I and know gay. Stephen Fry's gay, but he's a hell of an actor. And uh, he's not really a hell of an actor. He's funny. He's I actually guess is what a very intelligent say. guy. Yeah, he's, he's very funny. smart. He is funny. He has a, a very good sense of humor, but his acting range is pretty slim. Yeah, but he's funny, which I guess he, is really he what he can I'm basically by. get away with playing a butler. <laughs> Fry and Lori. I I know I pulled those yeah. episodes up. Yeah, point. and he's always the butler. The uh, and so many people don't realize that Hugh Laurie is British, and that's funny. Um, due to the which was a great was series. his accent that good in American? I'd never watched uh, Doctor or whatever. Oh, you never watched House? No. Okay, you give House. me shit for not seeing some of the stuff that I haven't seen. House is I give you shit for not seeing stuff that is like fringe you give me shit for not seeing stuff that was mass market but house was actually good mass market mm-hmm. you should try house yeah. i think you would I, like maybe it. i will i am next time i get covid or something i'll just sit and watch house <laughs> well that's like every three months in austin isn't it i have only had it once yeah as far as you know you as might have had it more you could have you could yeah. have it right now i might that's probably why i sound weird good beats not the headset do not no, adjust your headset. sets. Headset's great. Do not That's adjust. Probably the COVID. Could be. Could be. It's not the beautiful RE three twenty sounds that it's we're used to. That you're used to exactly. So, and the plan is, and I'll give you. A, I mean, hopefully you won't notice any difference audio wise. But the plan is to hook up my new Mac Mini. I just bought a. a a big old 40 inch monitor for the Mac mini. So I've got that. So, ready to so go. you have a, a really small CPU and a really uh-huh. big monitor. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, once that's set up, then I'll plug the Motu into that, move the mic to the other side of the room, and then I get my Chase Lounge set up. And then I will have a professional podcaster's Mac setup. Sounds like a podcasting dream. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty good. I like it. I like it. But we shouldn't know. Don't tell anybody when the changes are made. See no, no, no. Finds. I'm not going to tell anybody. So we'll see if anybody notices. So we'll keep, ju- it, keep it under your hat for now, Darren. We'll just run you through a few different filters. Nobody will know anything. Yeah. So I was listening to this last episode of um, Grumpy, Old, Grumpy Old Guys. Yeah. yeah. And you wanted to, uh, you, I know you want to come on as a uh, guest to talk about quantum computing, or are we going to have to hear about that today? 
So we're going to talk about quantum computing. Woo! I know yeah. there was a lot of quantum questions about the quantumness. Yeah, and I, I, I was laughing when that segment was going through. And of course, neither one of you bastards had your phones on because I texted both of you. <laughs> hey, we, to okay. actually Why would I look at answers? my phone during a show? Ugh. Well, I do. Do what we do you need mean, the you bat don't? signal? We need like an emergency signal during a show. You know what we well, do? Of course, watch I was banned off the IRC. The troll so I right. in there. So you could have gone into IRC, but you didn't. I know because I'm banned in there. But okay. Also, to let you know. I monitor boostograms, which I mean, we're open for boostograms right now. I couldn't figure out how to do it. My old man brain would not calculate how to do boostograms. But the boostogram messages come in via what applications. Let you do this. Let's start here with the basics. What the hell can even send the boostogram? OK, well, first, let me say I get the boostograms with the system that I'm using in Telegram. So if you would have sent a Telegram message that was up on the screen, because that's where the boostograms come in. But. You can do this in CurioCaster. What? Yeah. We, what? What? What is the? No, I mean, that doesn't tell people wanting to do a bestogram because they're not going to use Telegram. No, so no, I'm asking what software See, or I'm podcast. Just, right. But I'm just telling one. you, if you needed to get a hold of me during a show, Telegram. Oh, Telegram. I would see, make okay. sense because a boostogram well, just came in. Fine. Quantum Russia. Now I know. A thousand sats from C Brooklyn. But I was mostly trying to get a hold of the other guy, but okay. Oh, the 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 Bemerant? Yeah, the Bemerant. But exactly. to send a boostogram, you could do that in Podverse. You can do that in CurioCaster. You can do that in Fountain. So I had Podverse and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I had Podverse and I tried this on the desktop. And the first time I tried to boost anything, one, I was dumb because I tried to boost a hundred thousand sats over to Adam and Dave. That's dumb. And 88,000 sats went, but I'm not oh. sure if they got it. So we'll find out, I guess, later today, maybe huh. when they're on. Because I, I asked Adam and he's like, uh, that's a podverse thing or whatever. And then I asked Dave uh-huh. and he never got back to me. I'm, like, I'm just curious. I'm like, they went somewhere. Yeah. Whether you sure got did. them or whether you didn't, I don't care. You should I'm, always start small and do like 10. Yes. And, and then verify. I tested to myself and it worked and it was like something like because it's through podverse. They want you to attach this as far as on a desktop. They want yep. you to attach it to another wallet, which I got the Albi wallet, which is mm. one that is a browser add-on, mm. which it looks interesting. I was trying to figure out. I can't. Does anybody know with Albi what percentage they take? Because you can use Albi just like you can use Satoshi's.stream. Really? Al- Albi will give you a lightning address that you can mm. put on your podcast feeds that will get the lightning directly to you. And if I don't see anything about a fee, I'm assuming there's one, but uh, mm. it seems like a good, a good way to go. Uh, NetNed comes in with 3333 sats. I love unrecognizable with Sir Jeff and David O. Exactly. It's a great show. Those guys do. Uh, but there are plenty of ways that you can do the boostograms but it's still mm-hmm. in the infancy stage. so anything other than podverse do this or is that it podverse curiocaster fountain you can do it through breeze but breeze doesn't have the ability to do a live boostogram but mm. for most of these systems if you open up breeze and open up the last show because you, if you know like a show's live but they also are on breeze mm-hmm. you can just go into a previous show and boostogram and it's still going to boostogram so and then how do you get the message or how do you put it in there 
it's different for everyone on podverse online. Okay. It was really easy. There was just a little box with breeze. Oh. You have to push something different or hold it mm. for a second to get it to open up. Hmm. Uh, okay. Ned says that it looks like your half of the, uh, of the boostograms erroring. So maybe your a node is not up and online. Yeah. My nodes offline right now. His node is offline. So now how long does that sit and wait to go in? Uh, Until I go reset it. They, the company that hosts my node had a fuck up and had a bug with, not with the node, but with my payment. And uh, oh, that's right. You pay for this. So it should be up. I do. And it's, it's an auto withdrawal. And I started getting notices saying your node has no available funds and will be uh, paused until you're paid. And like the last so week, I, you should have like 11,600 sats waiting for unrelenting. So I contacted them and, uh, and sure enough, they found the bug and they said, yep, you're all good to go. You just, so I guess I just need to reboot the node. Okay. I can do this right now. Hold on. Gene is rebooting his node. This is Inside Baseball. This is Podcasting 2.0. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can go find a list of apps. I'm surprised you didn't know this. You can find a list of apps that'll do this at newpodcastapps.com. Mm. Or nude, N-U-D-E podcast apps.com. Really? Yes. Bo- both will take you to the same well, place. Look, I've interviewed most of the people that wrote the podcast, the new, the podcasting 2.0 apps. Then you should but know. This feature did not exist when I did my interviews about a year ago. It is an interesting feature, which basically will put it more on the, uh, the level of YouTube with the Insta chat things coming in. Mm-hmm. which is all this is and you can do different things and you can route them f- uh, through the chat rooms through discord and all that where so if somebody sends a boost it automatically will show up without you having to do anything it'll just show up in the chat room if you set it up that way again very much like a youtube comment okay i'm rebooting the node right now uh yeah you're running a little hardware thing now right you said I have to order up a new pie to do that. I'm not doing it yet. Mm. I did not receive any of the boostergrams, Sir Nubbin, from uh, yesterday. Those mm. never came through. And I noticed that there are two different uh, grumpy old bends, which was kind of odd, but they, they're going by the uh, the number on podcast index. And there are two on podcast index because of, uh, for some reason, a different feed was on there using index.php which if you use wordpress this is the worst thing about uh the uh using wordpress overall is the feed will exist at whatever you set it to in the case you know for this it could be unrelenting.show slash rss you know dot rss and a valid feed will also be unrelenting.show slash index.php slash uh you know whatever there's there's multiple things just because of the way wordpress does linking that uh just makes it a a pain of the ass yeah we didn't get a, a 50 million sat boost uh no agenda millennial but uh i will say million sat what is that five bucks 50 million would be a lot i mean sir nubbin almost got us like a million for the rock and roll pre-show the other day oh hmm. we have a boostergram for unrelenting 1533 sats Comic strip blogger says, tell Gene to go fuck himself. And he has <laughs> blood on his hands as cocksucker of Putin. Also, oh. also visit my blog, csp.lol. I, well, like- I look forward to uh, visiting your old house in Poland as soon as uh, it's my house. I love 
I love that CSB just goes all out and and That's rips awesome. you and I then know. gets the plug in for his website. That is he, uh, that, no, 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 no plugs. Pure marketing, my friend. No, we're not doing plugs. Pure marketing. All right. So um, my node's up. Should I be seeing something? I don't know how long it takes for the stuff to filter back in, but we have been. Getting oh, that's it. true. Yeah, I guess if it's uh, if it's queued up or whatever. Now, your boostograms, uh, depending how your node will then deal with the boostogram that I'm yeah. not sure how different systems do that I with. No idea. With so. Satoshi's stream. I mean, that's why some of these I was thinking of testing out splitting to Albi and then just leaving like a little bit going to the Satoshi stream bot which would then mm-hmm. only be kind of for the boostograms. Mm. Amdushis uh, sent a boostogram saying CSB. Thank you. So uh, there's, there's people are having a chat now through the boostograms. Yeah. Well, Hey, that's not a bad way to use sats. True. They're, they're not worth a whole lot these days. So you might as well use them for conversation. I know the Bitcoin is going slightly back in the right direction, but is it's it? going to take a while. Let's see what we currently have. I noticed that the Cardano is still sitting right about twenty thousand dollars. No, just under twenty one thousand now. Yes, which is it's, up. 2. It's still 6. going down, dude. It's not going up. It's up two point six percent today. Yeah, well, baby. Okay. Today it might be, but it's, Ethereum it's is up eight point seven one today. And I, what's always interesting to me are these ones that just come out of nowhere. Like there is a, a crypto called Muse, M U S E. Which, what is this thing here? It's an Ethereum token, serves as the governance token of NFT20.io to tokenize MP3s, make them tradable. Well, this crypto is up 119% today, which again, this is where if you're good at this. So it tokenizes MP3s? That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, this is kind of where uh, the interesting stuff is. Hey, by the way, why the hell is... um is comic strip blogger listening he loves listening to you he hate listens <laughs> he hates just like hate i would listens. hate listen to like rachel maddow or something uh, like that he wants to hear how such crazy things we've got to be able to figure out a way to add a uh, to add the ability to podcasting 2.0 to block certain ip addresses from downloading the, the uh, mp3 files that is not equitable comrade no that's pretty equitable we will not block anyone, comrade. We, there's got to be a block tag under uh, podcasting 2.0. IP addresses change. to block people. Comrade, VPNs. I am in Russia right now, but I look like I am in Ireland. Ha ha. <laughs> Is that how you download all that uh, illegal content that you stream publicly? Well, you certainly do not uh, download it from your own IP address. Oh, I see. Bully so Steve. Russia. Bully Steed just sent a brand new boostergram to test your node, a thousand mm. sats. So you should see five hundred sats coming well, in live. Oh, live? Okay, let me let me open up the thing here. If it will tell you now, uh, you may not get the boost a gram. I don't know how you get the messages with your node. I mean, you're paying for the node, so I would think there would be a way for them to get well, how the messages. Do you get the boost a Oh, you I, get them on the other service. I That's get them right. through Telegram, right? Because the That's so, a good question. I may not be able to see it, even oh, if it does come through. Satoshi's.stream. They're the ones that forward the messages to Telegram, and it could do it through like a Discord channel and stuff like that as well. Yeah, I don't. I I guess I don't even give a shit anymore. But I, I had an aversion to services like that Satoshi stream thing because 
they take money out when you when you pull money out. Right, that so, is the only time they take the money out. They do take well, 4%. Yeah, but that's I'd rather pay a flat fee and not have anything taken out percentage-wise. See, but again this comes down to which one's more as far as fund-wise. Once you're doing a certain amount of money, then yes, it probably makes sense to pay a a flat fee as long if you're paying, you know, even if it's 30 bucks a month. I am. Uh, if you're paying less than that in mm-hmm. for the one, that that's really where I was. And uh, mm-hmm. but I do like the idea of going direct because it seems like this uh, thing will be sticking around for a while. It's, sure. Well, you're actually making real money with this stuff, too. I loved when the guy from CurioCaster, and I don't know what time period it was, but he showed how many sats came in through his app. So how many mm-hmm. uh, sats went to the different shows? And number one, of course, podcasting 2.0 which will be live on the no agenda stream today after us with Adam Curry and Dave Jones. They were number one, but number two was the rock and roll pre-show. Number three was no agenda and number four unrelenting. So uh, Hmm. people are boosting, man. We're on the list. We're in the top five. I mean, I'm like, (laughs) I've got like five shows in the top. Yeah. Your, your shows probably outpace Adam. All of them together, it's probably pretty close. I know people like to do Jeez. the stats to Curry and the Keeper. and uh, Yeah. But satizing the rock and roll pre-show was the best thing we ever did. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you, you have staff now? No, I am my we staff. We ever did. <laughs> it's, the, it's the royal we. Uh-huh. It's me uh-huh. and everybody in the troll room, me and yes. everybody that is sending the sats. It's me and everybody. I just, oh, you were playing with fire, man. Requesting the songs, just having fun. Getting money for music that you know no, it's own. for the entertainment so of that illegal. i'm adding into it and it's all just donating to the shows to the great stuff running on the stream to unrelenting yeah. to the rock and roll I show hope you get enough sats to cover the legal bills. to the random thought show to grumpy old ben's today was a uh to this week was a four podcast week not including the pre-shows uh yeah so tr- is this is this going to be a regular thing with uh ryan um there's going to be another one next wednesday i mean how regular it will be well regular is once a week so sounds like it okay at least it will be uh for for this next week as well all right good people well, seem to you like guys it ought to have a way for people to provide feedback during <laughs> we, the show we can send you a, a clean feed link <laughs> you can tell us though i know mean, we got off track here a little bit did give us the primer on the quantum computing oh I know yeah that was, so uh, with quantum computing i mean there is this this part ryan is completely correct about there's so much fud and bullshit there like it's people will use quantum and then throw anything else in there to talk about it but in its most simplest form when i started playing around with quantum and incidentally Anybody that that can program to any extent can play around with quantum computing. And IBM has a online tool that lets you write code, and uh, it'll be processed in batches by its quantum computer. So you can literally, for free, without paying anything, play around and, and test uh, quantum computing. But in a nutshell, it is a way to do much faster statistical uh, results than traditional um regular processors do so you're you're basically getting what would be a whole bunch of sequential steps 
all done in a single parallel step with quantum computing, which is why it's generally uh, associated with cryptography or breaking uh, encryption schemes. Right. Is because something that would take, you know, 100 years at current computing pace can take one day with quantum computing. Right. Well, that's the main thing, because in order to break a crypto key, it is. Well, you have a a key, a password. I mean, it's the same thing as breaking a password. Mm -hmm. You don't know if that password is one character or 100 characters or whatever. So to brute force that, and I remember brute forcing stuff way back when, when you could use things like John the Ripper, Jack the Ripper. There were a few other, uh, because back in the day, if you could get into a server, most often you could find the password list, but it was hashed. So you didn't have Mm -hmm. the actual password in plain text. It was hashed, but you could grab that list and then run it against one of these brute force attacks. And basically what that's doing is trying every combination of numbers and letters, which is why it's really important for security to be able to throw in things like odd characters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to make it even way more complex, but it would just have to go through and try every last thing. Now the crypto stuff is the same kind of thing. And right now it's like, well, at the speed of computers, that would take a million years to break. Well, right. If you right. could come up with a computer that could break it in a day, well, then Bitcoin's useless. Well, not only that, but, you know, there are computers that specialize in certain tasks, not even quantum computers, regular computers. So we, we've, when, um, when Bitcoin came out, you were just using regular CPUs to do Bitcoin mining. Right. Yeah. Which not were this. not horribly efficient. Right. <clears throat> and then. Uh, I don't know if it was the graphic card companies or just people started figuring the hub. Somebody figured out that you could do the, the calculations much faster on what is ma- manufactured to do graphical processing. So GPUs started instead of CPUs being utilized for that. And if you wanted to go really fast, if you had a bit mining, a Bitcoin mining operation, and let's say back like six, seven years ago, um, you would actually be using a PFGU as a programmable something, something, something. I forget the acronym for it, but it's essentially a, 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 a processor that is a, I don't want to call it a virtual processor, but it, it's essentially a programmable processor that you can be build on a chip that you're creating the gates for the processor by programming this thing and then it'll execute them at hardware speed so there there are many ways to accelerate the the tasks associated with doing bitcoin mining and that's true of cryptography and other fields as well so it's really it's a question of um finding the right tool for the job shocker right that's the the way that you increase speed not just same you don't want to hit the, the nail with a regular hammer faster, which is what a normal CPU does when you increase the speed of the CPU. <clears throat> you want to change your tool from a hammer to a pneumatic hammer, which then doesn't have to go very fast, but has much faster ability to nail. Right. Way more efficient. Yeah. For that particular. But you try using a pneumatic hammer to uh, 
pull out a nail, that's not going to work nearly as well as a hammer. You got to have the right tool for the job. That's what it comes down to, right? And with the crypto, I mean, that's why it's kind of an interesting thing to watch now with the people that were doing it at home, which I mined Ethereum for a few months until I was like, yeah, it's not really, not really worth it at, because I think it was pulling in like 40 or 50 bucks, maybe mm-hmm. after the electric was paid for, you know, which isn't bad. I mean, I guess it's a, it's free money, but yeah, I never got that good. Mine was when I tried it, it was at a point in time where my electrical cost was higher well our electric is fairly cheap i'll have to see if this has gone up thanks to uncle joe but at the time with the electric cost and ethereum was in the 2800 range which i think it's down to like 1200 again see that drop makes it a lot harder to uh to pull a profit Mm -hmm. and ethereum's also the people a lot of people i guess are pissed off because ethereum is in the process of converting over which i have no idea how this works because my brain just can't comprehend but they're taking ethereum and they're converting it to a proof of stake rather than the, mm-hmm. yeah so, so it'll be a lot less electricity but mining is going to be gone yeah and there's uh there's yeah i've heard people arguing against proof of stake i mean i get the concept kind of but mm-hmm. uh it does make the mining uh no more yeah and people so, all want uh, free money. So, yeah, it, if you want to read about quantum computing, ignore anything that is a publication. Ignore anything that and says go quantum. directly to IBM or there's a number of other cloud computing, cloud compute, number of other quantum computing companies out there. Go to their websites where they're they're much better at explaining how the uh, quantum computers are utilized because. Uh, and Everything how much, written by journalists is well, yeah. just fluff. And how it's much just, of this is reality that's already being tested and how much oh, of this is still done. theoretical? The, the issue in quantum computing is just the size of the qubits, number of qubits that they can process. So they are, as they grow the the size, they'll be able to process a lot more data at the same time, which will make these things more useful. But it's it's effectively, I guess this is the other way to explain it, is it's kind of like a parallel computer that processes a bunch of stuff at the same time. But um, not everything is can be, in fact, processed at the same time. So it's, it's only useful for certain problems, ones where this type of sort of statistical solutions can be done. And uh, quantum computing still takes. And if you uh, want to know more, just uh, go ask uh, Comic Strip Blogger. Well, he had a nice little uh, graphic that he made for it that I included in the show notes for Grumpy Old Ben's. Mm. But uh, it's interesting. I mean, I enjoy following the kind of stuff to see where computers are going because, again, I come from uh, having a TRS 80 color computer hooked up to the world buy a 300 baud acoustic coupler modem where you'd actually take the phone and put the handset in the modem in order to get your bits and bytes around so you're old man i know you're like an old man the fact that we're at the point that we're at right now is quite amazing even just watching this virtual mixing board on the screen as we're doing the show is amazing for trying to comprehend something like this being able to be done 20 30 years ago no so the quantum computing, I'm sure, will change the world. But, you know, wait, it, it still does require electricity, doesn't it? 
Oh God, it requires way more electricity <laughs> because it has to be super cooled. Yeah. In fact, I was working on a project with a space company uh, that involved putting a quantum computer in space. And one of the benefits of that was the ultimate a, cooling. Yeah, well, space doesn't cool the way you think it cools because you can't just stick something cold in space or sorry, something hot in space and wait for it to cool off. Um, you actually have to have radiators. Well, yeah, that, because the uh, lack of an atmosphere doesn't yeah, dissipate. It, uh, it's a great insulator. The lack of an ins- of an atmosphere is awesome insulation. Uh, so you, you actually have to have a means of translating that, that heat into uh, infrared radiation that's then broadcasts out can then we heat the earth after the sun blows up with quantum computers i don't think we have to worry about the sun blowing up anytime soon that's gonna happen we have a greater chance of having all life destroyed by a uh, a rogue uh asteroid than we do of the uh, the sun blowing up what about nuclear weapons uh, <clears throat> nuclear so sun is going to be what two two and a half billion years before it goes supernova, so it's going to be a long ways off. Um, hey, I'm not looking weapons, forward to it, let me tell you. Uh, i give it about six months. Nice. Yeah. So enjoy yourself while you can. Ignore all of the things going on in the economy. Just spend, spend, yeah. spend, yeah, no, rack up absolutely. some debt. I'm totally on board with that. All kidding aside, I think right now people ought to be draining their uh, their reserves because well, because they're trying to take it from it. you. That's the point, right? There's not going to be a need for that soon. Okay. Look, you will own nothing and you will be happy to be alive. But the people that still have will be able to have something will be the ones in control, won't they? Will they not be the ones with the currency? The ones that, living in the bunkers? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Totally. Interesting. Yeah. In the bunker. And then Musk is building a bunker for himself on Mars. He wants so, to get the hell out of here, man. He's wants. Yeah, yeah. He's leaving. He's not sticking around. He knows what's up. I don't know. Uh, that yeah, I'll be, like uh, I'll be going down to Boca Chica for the uh, test flight. Really? Yeah. Going down. Is it going to hang out with Elon? Well, I'm uh, not going to be on the rocket. Oh, well, yeah. people were putting some money together to, try I, to make I'm that sure happen. People would pay to have me go on the rocket. <laughs> Fuck, CSB would probably pay for the whole trip. Be like, yes. And you uh-huh. can broadcast while you're going up. And then yeah. I mean, yeah. you might not come back down. That could be your well, final it, broadcast. It, it's definitely going to come back down. It's just not going to land. That's all. Oh, so you'll be flying. Yeah, no, the plan for it is to crash in the water. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. the that's the part of the flight that's less fun. Just off the coast of Hawaii. Really? Mm-hmm. Aren't they not worried that they might hit Hawaii? Well, no, it, it's got to be close enough that they can tow it to Hawaii. Oh, I got you. So it's just a, yeah. a splash landing and then a recovery. Yeah, it was going to be California, but nobody really wants to be in California. That could be why he bought the new headset. See Brooklyn for the for the flight for the flight. Yeah, exactly. This is major, I'm just configuring it right now. Major gene to ground control. <laughs> Are you reading you know, the ground control? I, I always thought that that song said Major Tongue, <laughs> not Major Tom, because <laughs> well, he, he has horrible diction. And so I, I was like, Major Tongue? What? This is very 70s. This is some kind of psychedelic stuff. Could be Major Tongue to ground control. Mm-hmm. Hey, the women like the men. I'm like, Major this tongue. is a song about Kangalingus, isn't it? Yeah. Gene Simmons uh, theme song. Mm-hmm. Major yeah. Tongue. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. To ground control. Major tongue.
I like it. Um, we are a value for value podcast. I know you hate the donation segments, but uh, I don't hate the donation segments. I just think they're a waste of time. We have uh, just two people to thank, so it won't be a lot of time. Oh, no, well, perfect, <laughs> perfect. And to be fair, I need to uh, I need to, to double check. Uh, although he did come in with a nice big boost as mm. well for unrelenting, or was it? No, I think it was for Grumpy Old Ben's. Mm-hmm. Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, who's been coming in, he started his monthly after we started doing the show, mm-hmm. but it's still coming in under Grumpy Old Ben's. Mm-hmm. So that's getting confusing now that if Grumpy Old Ben's is once again He's a thing. Back. So yeah. for those of you who are still donating to Grumpy Old Ben's, if you want to donate to Unrelenting, either change that or just let me know. I mean, I can do the accounting but I just wouldn't need to double check. But Sir Sean, with his $25 monthly, we appreciate he that. He may have just no idea that that money is getting stifled down still. You never know. You yeah. never know, but it comes He may not be listening anymore. Via PayPal. No, he listens. He hangs out Does in he? the troll room, not no. during this show oh, okay. as much as uh, it's during the pre-show. But and also your buddy, Sir Joshua, who uh, we know you were going to be hanging out with, comes in with 25 bucks. Yeah, waiting for him to buy a microphone so that we can have him as a guest. Well, you have extras now. Get him one. He says, <laughs> donation from Sir Joshua, the historian, keeper of the historical record, Bryan College Station, Texas. Yeah. Take a drink. Yeah. I thank you for your courage. And he says, no, 73s. He, he is a very, uh, he's a big fan. 73s. What does 73s mean? Uh, that, that 73s is a um, ham radio, like, Hey there. Got you. Yeah, I'm not a hammer. I need to. Uh, Josh is. We found that out recently. Well, we know that the ham radio folks will save the world. Mm-hmm. But we appreciate your courage, Sir Joshua and Sir Sean, for supporting the Unrelenting Podcast. For all of the rest of you, douchebags. No, that's a no agenda thing. What are you if you don't? Uh, you're an oligarch if you get to the $1,000 level or whatever yeah. that was. What are you if you was, don't? I, was a, uh, yeah, I guess it was. A, it was a, in rubles, but equivalent to $1,000. Correct. So like 500 rubles. So if you've never donated, I don't know what that quite makes you in Russian. Yeah. Well, I know that he just had a birthday, so I'm going to wish him a happy birthday. Very happy birthday. And sir, he just had actually. a kid not too long ago. So <laughs> all the years after this year, you're not you're like they're going to fly by. You're going to be way too busy with the kid. The fun is just beginning. Mm hmm. But get a microphone. That way you could podcast. With yeah, man. The kid. And when, you know, uh, when Darren's not around, maybe I'll need a co-host and I could uh, have you come in. Yeah, I'm always around, though. Mm, no, nah, you missed the show. Somebody that is uh, has not donated. See, Brooklyn suggests they just be called a Ukrainian. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Don't be a Ukrainian. Donate now to <laughs> oh, unrelenting, God. unrelenting dot show slash. Yeah, now you're going to start getting hate mail from. Uh, I do. CSB always sends me hate mail and it's stuff. I'm like, it's comedy. CSB. Oh, I, I understand. You may not yeah. understand. No, I think he's he he fully. He's also playing a character of this crazy Polak who lives in. Uh, <laughs> he's in a Ireland. good guy. Mm-hmm. I like CSB. He brings an interesting perspective to I, the world. I've liked his character ever since I first heard him talk. On Way Adam's, back. On, uh, yeah. The Adam Curry's uh, daily the, source code. Uh, daily source code. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God, is this real? You never know. You never know what's real. You never know what's a bit. As far as yeah. we know, CSB, 
is Elon Musk? You don't know. He could be. I know. That would be <laughs> that would surprise you, wouldn't it? Uh, no. Or CSB uh, is well. See not now even would, in the realm of just the possibility because of the uh, because of the time, and he goes back to the daily source code. It would be harder, but it's like otherwise. I'm like CSB could be a uh, you know a hot 23 year old Ukrainian model. You don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I did say I've dated several hot Ukrainian 23 year olds. No, 22 year olds. Well, right, because 23 is just too damn old. It's getting there. Just too damn old. Did you see the story? Actually, I've dated a 19-year-old Ukrainian. And how old were you at the time? Because then we'll be getting more hate mail. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. <laughs> there was a story, and I don't understand. No, she's a waitress, and a buddy of mine is like, oh, my God, she's so hot. I gotta, I should I should ask her out or something. I'm like, and then you just swooped yeah, man, you in should. and... And and then he was a chicken shit. He didn't ask her out. So I'm like, okay, I'll ask her out for you. So I end up talking to her. And next thing I know, we're going on a date. And the next thing you know, you're not introducing her to your buddy. No, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know who I was sitting at a table with. That guy, random, total random dude. Yeah, we just. No we, idea. Yeah, never saw him before. Nope. Crank lunch date. Crank lunch date. Crank lunch date. Exactly. The- exactly. Well, you got to have the balls to go and talk to somebody if you think they're hot. Well, or th- anybody, I mean, this is it. This is the, uh, I think it goes for men or women. Well, it's anything. I mean, it's that for relationships, but for there's the same thing could be said for going after the job you want and, uh, putting yourself out there doing a podcast. A lot of people are like terrified. That's true. And I've, I've applied for jobs at, uh, Tesla now three times and I keep getting <laughs> shut down. Well, you know, the restraining order from Elon is probably a red flag for the, uh, and for the Tesla no employment order. No. What? It finally expired. That could, well, that's good. At least that's a good sign. No, they found the other guy. Oh, but you know, there's a lot to the, the concept of faking it until you make it. That is works in a whole mm-hmm. lot of different areas where I you, think that most people do because I like, I've hired a whole bunch of people lately and um, like dozens and Sometimes I'm a little surprised at what people don't actually know how to do. Oh, there's no doubt. And I was like, how do you wait a minute for the job and the resume you had? And like, how do you not understand this? What was the most egregious thing? You're like, how do you not know this? Well, I mean, they're I don't know about most egregious, but generally they're going to be things involving the specific type of job that the person was hired for. So if they're hired for a. um. I don't know, a Facebook experts for marketing. And then there's shit that I know that they didn't know. Like that should never be the case. I don't know shit about Facebook. I've just been around long enough, I guess. But um, it, it, it does happen with some regularity that people seem to have missing insights that I would expect them to have given the jobs they held in the past. Well, this was the beauty of being a web designer in the early days of the web, because this was before, and I know a lot of people hate the concept, but Squarespace and those kind of sites do a really good job for a majority of sites. And most people, if they just want to take a little time, can learn how to do it. It's super easy. I I have done a couple of sites that way uh, just because I was, too lazy to do anything real well you want it quick and you want to know that it's going to work across all the different yeah. devices and you're not going to have yeah. to do updates all the time i was 
doing Drupal sites a lot back yep. in the day. And it was like mm-hmm. the amount of time that was uh, involved then in updating when every new security problem came out. Oh, yeah. 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 Was not yeah. worth it. But now, you are we ch- sponsored by Squarespace today? Is that what no, you're No, I at? wish we were. But, uh, you know, we can be. It's really not that hard to get a Squarespace sponsorship. You just ask and then you go, hey, well, go to squarespace.com slash unrelenting show or whatever. Yeah, it may I'm be. signing up right now for their affiliate program. Not a bad idea. I mean, I, I use their product. I like their product. And uh, mm. um, running a restaurant site for a friend, which absolutely a fantastic site for that because in just the, this is the one thing that literally snapped my mind and said okay this has to be the way to go in drupal when i wanted to create a menu for a restaurant i mean it wasn't hard you could create the content type you could just mm-hmm. do lunch dinner and then have content types like within breakfast you could have this this and this but mm-hmm. then for every item you had to create a new entry so it was kind of like doing a database So you had to do an entry for every item. So if you wanted to change the pricing, you had to go in and you could pull it all up on one page. But, you know, to change things was a pain in the ass. Hmm. The thing that is built into Squarespace that I love, if you have a restaurant, is the ability for it to take a text file and convert that to what you see on the screen. It's Mm -hmm. just a text file that's formatted correctly. So you have the name of the dish. And you can either have the price come right after the name of the dish on the same line, or you go name of the dish description, if there is one in the next line and then price in the next line. And it just automatically does it and formats it on the fly. It's like this even makes it easy for the people that run the restaurant to update their menu. They don't have to do anything, but change a text file and cut and paste it. It's pretty good. Unfortunately, it takes five days for the uh, affiliate accounts to get approved so i don't have a code yet we'll have a code by next time nice it is a it is a good product now the the weird product that uh i saw a story on here the amazon alexa mm. this goes right down the line of what descript does and i don't understand why they're just pushing this for dead people because that seems very weird dead people yes this is a story in the New York Post. Alexa, call grandma. Missing your deceased loved ones? Not to fear. Amazon's multifaceted AI assistant may soon be here to help with a cutting edge new feature that will reportedly allow you to speak to the dead. Well, no, we know you what this is. You gotta be shitting me. That's no. gotta be an April 1st story. No, it's not. They I don't th- buy it. Uh, you it's know, April they're saying 1st. with less than a minute of audio. They can mm. mimic the voice. Well, we know what things like Descript is doing. This is, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but it's like this. I don't even understand why you're pushing this towards use it for your dead relative. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that are fucked in the head, they could do that. But why wouldn't you? I mean, maybe I want Taylor Swift to be the voice of my little AI machine. Just take a little audio of well, anybody. You have to start paying Taylor Swift, not pirating all her music like you do now. She can come over anytime and record some messages for me. I will open the door and be like, come on in. Uh-huh. But why would you push this for the dead person angle? Why wouldn't you push this for you could have your Amazon Alexa sound like anybody, whether it's a family member, friend, favorite podcaster. I mean, maybe you want to hear Adam Curry's voice coming out of mm-hmm. that little box all the time. Why would you push this for you could hear dead people on your Amazon device? That's just weird. Yeah. 
that is creepy. That is one of those things that should have never become a product. How did somebody not say this is too creepy? The dead part? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know you could do it with any voice. I like the ability to change the voice to something you find more pleasing. I would just never push this as Donald Trump. That, see, and I know he can oh, wait a minute, money. wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying that we can go back to the old daily source code episodes. Yes. And input yes. CSB's voice you could into if, Alexa. If you have that and audio. And have the Alexa yell at you. No Agenda Millennial is asking for a Larry Blydner version. See, now that people, the ladies especially, will be like, oh, I want to hear Larry. I like to hear that buttery low voice that Larry's got going on. Yeah. You want to sing that song too while you're at it? Which one? Salty Black Balls. No, I don't know. I mean, I know the song from uh, South Park, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, what's his if name? You, got, you can only sing it if you have that low voice. You've got to get down low. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah. From it's the like chef Barry, from South Park. Uh, uh, no, not, that wasn't Barry, Barry Manilow uh, kind of thing. No, it's not Barry Manilow. Who was the guy that did the chef uh, on South Park? Was. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, it's not Barry Manilow. No, it's not Barry Manilow. He's he's white and he's gay. And uh, this guy was <laughs> neither white nor gay. Um, Doesn't he sing the songs that, that make the world sing or something? But see, he didn't write that song. That was my buddy Bruce uh, yeah. Johnston from the Beach well, Boys. Right. But he sang it, though. He did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Barry, uh, Barry, what's the other Barry? The Blackberry. <laughs> the blackberry what's the blackberry i'm thinking oh my god um um, very white very white right but that wasn't the uh let's see i'm very disappointed in the uh in the troll room today the blackberry or the berry white the fact that they are not giving me who's the uh the who's the guy the one yeah yeah right isaac hayes right net net oh yeah thank you Because he's yeah, you know, he didn't like their treatment of uh, Scientology, I believe. I can see that. That's why he quit. But he's got the voice. I love that real down low. Now, what was he? Down. Was he like a bodyguard, or what was he? Was he a bodyguard? The uh, yeah. Isaac Hayes, um, I think, singer. Is he really? Yeah, he was the one never that did Shaft. I never heard him. You never heard the theme from Shaft? No, I heard the theme from Shaft. Well, I never heard of this guy. Oh wow. Come on, man. Yeah, it's it's infrasonic. <laughs> For you, I guess you can't uh, you can't hear the uh, mm-hmm. yeah Isaac Hayes, man. Hayes became a bitch, says Net Ned. One hundred percent why he quit. And uh, yeah, I think weird things happen in the world, but maybe you want Isaac Hayes to be the voice of your Amazon device. I mean, I get the idea. This is a great feature, and Amazon could probably make a ton of money just switching on the ability for you to enter some audio clips to change the voice of the device. Mm. Cause I think a lot of people would pay for that. Yeah. But if they're just going to start offering it for free, I just, it's very weird to me that they're pushing it towards, Hey, you got some audio from a dead relative. Put it here. Well, here I can tell you why it's because dead relatives can't see you. Oh, that's true. Only you, you have to you have to click a little box that says the person whose audio I'm providing is dead. Yeah, exactly. and cannot sue Amazon. And you really have to read the uh, the terms of service here too, because I'm wondering 
once you teach this to use a voice, can Amazon just grab it and like, hey, well, that sounds really good. Yeah. We're going to use that voice. Probably. It's weird. If you work for Amazon, I don't know how well it's going to work just from a couple of minutes. I think it'll take a lot more than that. Oh, I would agree. I think it takes more. Although I know this technology is moving further and further in that direction. It's going to take less and less data for it to be able to uh, grab a facsimile of what's going on. I I know that for Descript, the, the program I was using before, that had me read two pages of text. And now it's getting less. Amdusha's Boost CSB looking like a better co-host. For Gene, I would agree. I would pay to listen to Gene and CSB. I've invited him multiple times. That would be a fantastic conversation. Nope. He refuses to use his actual voice. And that's the whole point in having him on is his actual voice. Yeah. Not, not a cock voice. You got to have your real voice, CSB. We want to hear you. We can add some reverb. Nobody will know it's you. <laughs> we, can, we can raise. We can raise. Like you, you, can, uh, you can wear a face hiding mechanism. Right. Just, just disguise your own voice. Anyway. I mean, if you talk in a different voice, nobody's going to know it's you. That's the beauty of it. Exactly. I mean, just do a put on. Like, do an English accent, then nobody will know it's you. I. Right. I mean, that's it. Is that, where's that? Clip? That's so bad. I know. But see that it's harder to know. It's you. If it's if the accent's got to be bad for it to be good. I think, uh, I think anyway, I don't know, but that's, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Uh, we, we want CSB. We want him on the show, but he won't release his voice. No. And then I, I don't know if you told them, I've told them it's like, would love to have you on as a guest, but dude, you got to, you got to actually use a human, not a computer generated voice. Got to be real. Yeah. Tell us about quantum computing. Tell us about evil Vlad. Tell us about evil Vlad. What's going on in the world of AI? Mm-hmm. Because that that is, I mean, we laugh, but the people in control of the artificial intelligence, they're going to be the ones ruling the world, man. Who needs Nobody a new Taylor Swift? Over artificial intelligence, except for artificial intelligence. There's just going to be a new AI Taylor Swift, and she'll live forever. It'll be great. Oh my God! Yes, let's let's create some flat ass uh, AI out there. <laughs> Didn't you see somebody sent a picture that disproved that, was that a theory? Good fake. That was a very good fake. I like the way that they completely rounded her ass as though there's something there. There, there is something there. Mm, not much. I mean, she's not in the. Uh, the gene age range anymore either she will be an old hag yeah i believe uh like not, 40. no if i'm not mistaken in uh on december 13th of this year mm-hmm. 33 yeah taylor swift yeah old woman 33 is the magic number mm-hmm. ding 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 oh speaking of that the next episode of unrelenting Super is 33 too. no well, that's fine but she's ultra lip when you get older, you get more conservative. But I was just going to say that <laughs> episode her. next episode of Unrelenting is episode number 33 for everybody. That's a Ukrainian and never has donated. Episode 33 yeah. is often a good time for people in this audience to sit yeah, up let's and go. Get those 33 sat donations going. No, not 33 sats. I mean, you want three. Sir Nubbin showed us how to do it the other day when he sent a three hundred and thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three sat boost. 
Yeah. That's I, uh, I wonder if people realize that, that they're sending out these big chunks of, of Bitcoin because it's worthless now. And do they realize that they actually paid three times that amount for that money? Depends when you got it. Depends when you convert um, it. Well, I think most people bought in at 60. And Dick's are nubbin because he does it via PayPal as well. So he knows what he's uh, doing. Now, some okay. people might not. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's probably going to keep going down for a while before it goes back up here. But still, this is not the time to be sending Bitcoin guys. This is a time to be sending a currency that is worthless like the U.S. dollar. <laughs> Don't send rubles then. No, you can't afford to. You, you can't afford to. Rubles are becoming more and more valuable all the time. And reach- I don't know if you've heard of the other news coming out of the uh, the, the big financial meeting they have uh, here in St. Petersburg is <laughs> you've got uh, the new BRICS currency is coming out. Which oh, will- is it a Lego currency? Yes. Do you know what BRICS are? No. No. BRICS are the uh, the five countries uh, that that have a alliance together. So not Legos, uh, not Legos. No, it's it's Brazil, India, China, uh, South Africa, and Russia. Hence bricks. Hence bricks. Except you didn't and spell it. You didn't give the names in the right order. It's an acronym. Right, it's an acronym. And uh, uh, yeah, they're releasing the new uh, the new universal currency to allow countries to get off the U.S. dollar. Well, that is going to hurt. But if you um, want to be, just to let you know, yeah, in SAT language, if you want to become an instant oligarch today, 4.8 million SATs. So 4,800,000 SATs will get you to oligarch status, a boost right now. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'm waiting. Somebody for could, the, <laughs> what are you waiting for exactly? Waiting, waiting for the 4.8 million set boost to come through. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe episode number 33. It is the magic number. Well, maybe, but either way, bricks, uh, you know, cause the U S likes to talk about Russia's isolated from the rest of the world, but, um, the, the bricks alliance represents, uh, 14 time zones. Uh, represents roughly half of the uh, world's oil supply. Will you run down those countries again? Uh, yeah. So just they're in order. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. See, that's huge. I mean, in Brazil. Terms of population, yeah, Brazil, it represents and China. Like 40% of the world's population. Yeah, so what this is really breaking down to is, uh, like all the bullshit in the United States, which is all mm-hmm. kind of split 50 50. This is yeah. what the world's going to do. And this is going to be horrible yeah. for us. Yeah. Well, as for Americans. everybody, but especially for as us. us Americans, this is bad for us. This is, yeah, this is if half the world goes, yeah, fuck the U S dollar. Yeah. Not good. Yep. Yeah. Not good. So get rid of your U S dollars and hoard as Gene did hoard those rubles. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't really make money out of them anymore, but not much, but you could certainly hold them. Well, then if you'll you have something them. to spend I mean, when that's you the move. Thing. In the U.S., you can't buy them. It's, it's, it's illegal. There, there's no means to buy them anymore. Because, you know, horrible can't, because, you can't even get you know, Nikes in Russia. 
Can't get Nikes in Russia. Can't get rubles in the U.S. Damn. That doesn't sound like America. That doesn't sound like freedom, Gene. Mm, this sounds like well, the lack of freedom. It does kind of sound a little bit like that. Did you see Biden's note card? No. Oh, my God. Say? This leaked that he accidentally turned the note card around and was holding what, this. What, yeah. You know, so the people taking pictures could then read it. And it was like, mm. you enter the room. You take your seat. You and your were both capitalized. Mm. These people come in. You do this. It was just like, oh, my God. This is this is very scary that Biden uh, barely has the comprehension skills at this point as a. Uh, as a stump, really. That's pretty bad, man. Yes. I mean, that's worse than just bullet points for him to talk about. Yes. And that I could almost understand. But the you take your seat where you and your were capitalized on the note card to the president for what he's supposed to do. It's like, was he supposed to take somebody else's seat? I mean, what is. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And it really worries me that Joe is so far gone down the line that, uh, you know, dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever it may be, that this is the level that they have to deal with him in the in the background. And because of the fact that he chose his vice president, not upon qualifications, but only on the fact that she was a woman with the right colored skin. Woman yeah, she's not really. Well, I guess she is black, but she's certainly not what the American blacks consider black. So if Biden goes, you get President Kamala, which is no good. No bueno. Mm -hmm. I mean, we almost need here for things to somehow even themselves out would be to first get rid of Kamala, get her to resign, get a decent vice president in, and then Joe can use health issues to say he's resigning. Mm -hmm. But I don't see that happening. So good luck with that. So what you're saying is Kamala Harris's will be inaugurated. I'm thinking that at some point we're going to see President Kamala and it will probably be after the next election, because let's be honest, if things go the way it looks like it may, and I know you don't buy it yet, that you're going to see a pretty decent and substantial Republican taking of the House and Senate, if let's just say if it does happen that the Republicans take the House and Senate, I see Biden just pulling the ripcord because what can he do for two years? Right. He might as well leave her with a lame presence. Right. Because you're not going to be able to do anything. So he may as well go enjoy his last year or two and leave her in charge. I mean, because I mean, he is de declining. I mean, there are 82 year olds that you see that you're like, wow, like Richard Petty saw him when he was at the. Uh, the race last weekend as the grand marshal. I mean, granted, he just said driver, start your engines and did a little interview, but that dude's 84 and he could run laps around Joe Biden. Yeah, Tom Petty died way too young. Richard Petty, but Tom Petty also oh. died way too young. Yeah. If, if I would have saw Tom Petty this weekend at a race, it would have been a that really be cool. It would have been a that great be race. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been doing some drugs right along with you. You got, you, excuse me. You got anything else? uh what else do you want i mean i don't know i never know with your timing because you're technically a working man i am absolutely you're working right now as we speak i have to work because some of us you know we don't get government handouts i don't get any but i wish i should i mean i, I wasn't barely... referring to you but okay <laughs> i wish i was getting some government handouts 
Yeah, how about them Joe Biden government handouts? How I about mean, at least a free phone? How about a free Biden phone? I mean, where's I mean, come on? There should be handouts for people providing entertainment. There should be a podcaster's bill that just if you do a podcast, you get ten thousand a year, and if you do five podcasts, well, then you get fifty thousand a year. Boom. Um, that's who exactly would pay for that? You? We can't even get that many sats. Let me just say. Who would pay for that? Anybody with a real job that the government would take money from and give it to podcasters. Well, you just wait till Biden does an executive order to forgive all college debt. He's going. He wants to. And that is bullshit. He will totally do that. And And that's going to be that'll put the final nail in the collapse of the economy because the banks will have to write that off, which means that there'll be a lot of. a lot of financial institutions going out of business. Well, who this really pisses off are the students that actually paid their own damn bills back. Like me. Yeah. Back in the day, I had to pay off $1,000. And where's the retroactivity? I mean, okay, you, you could say you can't go back 10, 20, 30 years. But what about the kids that just paid off their loans like this year? And you're like, all of a sudden, oh, no, we're going to forgive so them all. The, here's the, the smart ass answer to that there aren't any. No. Because right now, 48%, as of something I, I saw in the video recently, of college debt is in default. So they're not paying already. They're not paying at all. Like 48%, almost half of college debt is not being paid at all. Because we don't teach responsibility anymore. We, you, if you commit a crime, you get away with it. If you're even if you're caught, we don't prosecute because, oh, you're still the guy yeah. that's doing an illegal radio show. Yes. Right now we are broadcasting live across the world. Yeah. You, well, this this is a legal radio show. I'm talking about the other one. You do. I mean, people can get hit in the head with a brick and they don't prosecute it. Why would anybody care about what I'm doing? I'm just having fun. Well, are you a black lesbian? I identify as one. There's your answer right there. I identify as one right ah, there. That's enough. Because because you're a cis male, you identifying as anything other than that is called cultural appropriation. Oh, geez. We don't want but to do yet, that. When a, uh, you know, a different white man identifies as a female lesbian, that's called trans. It gets very confusing. Yeah. I've 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 said this for a while. It's like, how is trans not cultural appropriation? It is. It has to be. Yeah. They don't allow it over in the motherland, do they? No, God no. You, so you have a twelve percent income tax, though. No? You are listening to the Soviet Report, Comrade Gene. You're enjoying that music way too much. It's a good bad to put under, I think. It is. I think you should have playing the whole show. <laughs> it gives you the right, uh, right. It gives you the right vibe. People just don't even yeah. realize now it's that we're there. not on YouTube and we can't get uh, canceled. I guess you might as well play it. And I think it's uh, a public domain thing as well. I mean, I don't think this is like. Oh, a- did, did the U.S. make everything Russian public domain now? Is that? Oh, hard? you're. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. You're right about that. It's like, oh, if it's Russian, it's free. You have no rights. Yes the way it works it is the way it works but that's why you're listening to us i guess to find out how things work to understand the uh, insanity to hopefully get something uh, interesting out of the conversation i know some of the comedy might go right over some heads but uh, we're just trying to have fun 
might go directly at somebody's head too right sometimes you got to be careful you have to learn how to duck this is a comedy show i don't know if people realize that I, if they don't then that do you really want to tell them if they Will don't we get more sets or less sets if people realize this is a comedy show i don't know i mean yeah we talk about stuff but it's it, there's a yeah, lot if you, of, want, if you want to listen to a non-comedy version of me talking go to Sergene speaks there's a lot of uh satire here if you want there, to listen to darren not talk listen to his pre-show there's a lot of snarkiness there is a lot of uh sarcasm so uh sarcasm doesn't know what you're talking about <laughs> exactly exactly but we hope you're enjoying and if you do come back next week yeah on, on friday I mean, we do this regardless of whether the uh recorder is running or not so it's kind of like up to you whether you want to participate but we enjoy this anyway join in the fun and uh we'll keep doing it yeah send some sats boost keep going just keep going with the with the music or with the sats both 